When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined by my co-host, UPenn's finest, Danny Cole. We've got another great episode for you guys today. The wildcard weekend just wrapped up. Uh, we're going to be going over, of course, the divisional round preview. We're going to be ranking the best quarterbacks available left in the playoffs. Uh, then we're going to go over some NBA players who we deem untouchable. Uh, before we get into any of that, Danny, how are you doing today? It's a great day in Philadelphia. I always start off with that. But... I'm actually going to kick it off right into my summit. Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Giants in a divisional round matchup. In all-time matchups in this format, teams coming in that had swept in the regular season and met a third time in the divisional round in the playoffs, 15-9 and with battle, I believe, and with a uh, like over 601 percentage. The Eagles are looking good. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of the talk is oh, it's hard to beat a three team, uh, hard to beat a team three times. That doesn't it's false. That doesn't it's give false. you a yeah, like one. It's it. I guess it's true. I mean, not really though. And second, that doesn't mean like oh, you should automatically pick the Giants. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my summit is is actually the opposite. Daniel Jones, he probably just played himself into an extension with that great game against the Vikings. Regardless of what happens this week in Philadelphia. So uh, shout out Daniel Jones making him work with what he got. He doesn't have like the best weapons in the world, but those guys are also making a name for themselves. Isaiah Hodgins, uh, Richie James. um, Speaking of Isaiah Hodgins, he's lying. He's lying out of his mind. He said they used to watch Daniel Jones film on the bills. Yeah, no shot. (laughs) (laughs) They were not watching him and be like, wow, he's a generational talent quarter. Come on, man. You had Josh Allen in your quarterback room. He would, you were not doing that. Yeah, no, no, nobody was. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I'll just bump right. I'll, I'll bump right to my plummet. Um, I guess it'll be Tom Brady. He came back for a whole another year, just to be entirely mediocre. Not himself, but at least his team was. Um, Bro, had seventy pass attempts. Yeah, and yeah, his team was very bad, and he was the only bright spot on the squad. And they get blown out in the wild card to a team he's never lost to before. And yeah. I, I truly think he this might be the last kick. time we've saw Tom Brady. Nah, he come back. He won't go out like where's that. Where's he? Where's he going? Yo, you know how what's the difference in going out like that and going out in the divisional round? Because to him, it's just not winning the Super Bowl. 
All right, I agree. Um, you know how when he left New England, he's like, he's like, dang, like, you could tell he wasn't going to retire, but like, he done with that place. Yeah. When they lost, when they lost to the Titans in the playoffs. Yeah. I feel like it's the same thing here. Like, they, he feels like he's done with Tampa, but we don't know if he's going to need to. Ret- he, he's old enough where he would just say, "I'm retiring." But he, same thing, he's old enough two years, three years ago when he left New England. Well, he definitely doesn't have two or three more years in him yeah, at this rate. Yeah, one, because one or two, max. Well, I would honestly say one max. I honestly think he should just retire because unless a team is, like, superly, like, built right now to win. The Niners? The Niners literally have three quarterbacks on their hands. They're not taking Tom Brady. You don't think Tom Brady is better than Brock, Brock Brady? doesn't matter if he's better. He's better than Tua Tagovailoa. They're not going to replace him. They're not going to place Tua with Tom Brady. You're throwing, you know what, you're throwing you know your 25-year-old quarterback to the side for an ancient artifact. So Brady won't go here because he is smarter than this. Brady to the commanders would, would be would be phenomenal. Elaborate on that. I'm sorry, I had to let the dog out. Yeah, Brady to the commanders would really be interesting. You got Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. You got Jahan Dotson, who's really blooming. You maybe go get a tight end, and you go if you sign Tom Brady in the offseason, you got two good running backs, not just one, two good running backs. You got a really, really young, blossoming D-line. Man, if I think Brady to the commanders, if he wants to open his eyes and say, like, where can I play, that, that division would really become the NFC beast. His best option would be the Jets. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. With that. I would honestly well, believe it's the Jets or nothing. It would be the Jets or nothing because if he goes to Washington, not only would he not win the division, he might not even make the playoffs. So, yeah, I, mean, I, I the, agree. The, I agree the AFC that. East isn't much easier, but the Jets are a lot better of a squad. Um, Washington but, has has some great talent on their defense. They are um, not Chase, better Chase than Young. the Jets. You're right. Uh, Chase Young is getting healthy though, which is a good sign to look out for. I mean, he played like what two games? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Best quarterbacks available. And it, it's kind of – I think it's kind of like a three-tier type of thing. We start with the back-end tier where I guess you could say serviceable to good, which is Purdy and Daniel Jones. I think we comfortably have them two behind – comfortably behind everyone else. Uh, we were talking like who uh, – me and Danny were talking yesterday who we, like who has been better, like Purdy or Jones. And we've seen more of Jones, so maybe we might be swayed a little bit to Purdy's, you know – uh, you know, Mr. Irrelevant extravaganza that he's been putting on. But um, I think Daniel Jones, I think Daniel Jones has been pretty good the last month of the season. So I would, yeah, I'd personally go with him. I go Purdy's the worst DJs above him. Uh, Purdy people are like, Oh, he had 300 passing yards. Nobody cares. He's throwing to Debo Samuel on a five yard check down that takes 75-yard touchdown. Wow, I think Daniel Jones could do that too. He actually did do it, and guess what? Darius Slayton dropped it. Yeah, that would have that would have put the game away. Then that's that's tough. But yeah, I think we go firmly Purdy then Jones there. No disrespect to Purdy, he's been balling out. You know, given his situation, uh, yeah, you know he he's not ask. I mean, he probably he, you are asking to throw to these weapons, but you mean he didn't ask to be here, so. Uh, he's playing good. I think Daniel Jones is playing a little better. I think his, his pocket presence really wowed me against the Vikings. Uh, moving on to the next 
uh, group of quarterbacks. Tier. It's like a tier. Yeah, it's I like guess you tier. would say tier. I think this is like great on the verge of being elite. Um, Man, if we're looking at one thing we need to say before we even move further, all of the teams in the playoffs have an elite quarterback except for a few. Like most of these teams remaining, these top eight, have an elite quarterback. So what this really wants to say is if you want to make it far in the playoffs, get yourself a quarterback that can sling the rock. And, yeah, I said Dak Prescott is a borderline elite quarterback because he is. Um, he gets a lot of slander for, oh, my gosh, he he has so many weapons. He has CeeDee Lamb and Dalton Schultz and a good run game. He has no wide receiver, too. Jimmy Garoppolo was on the verge of winning the Super Bowl. So it's not really about a good quarterback. It's about a cheap one. Um, or just, you know, managing your money right, having good all-around team, unless you're a chief. But um, I would say good, very, great to on the verge of being elite quarterbacks. Got three right here. Um, pretty sure this one's going to be obvious. Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, and Jalen Hurts are, I think, in that next tier. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Hurts is top th- in that tier. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts is probably the top of that tier due to his, like, you know, his – his dual threat game, his deep ball accuracy has been absolutely amazing this year. Obviously, I'm very impressed with Trevor Lawrence's growth. Uh, pocket presence is still wowing. His accuracy issues um, are getting fixed by the week. And we just saw Dak Prescott put on a clinic for the nation um, against right. the Buccaneers defense. Someone told me, you know, I, I was like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is like very similar to Peyton Manning. Like he's Trevor Lawrence is so much more athletic than Peyton Manning. I was like, yo, you're disrespecting Peyton Manning used to be a little athletic when he was younger. No, he don't. Um anyway. Uh, yeah, a little uh, bit athletic. No, he doesn't. Um no. <laughs> no. Um yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Peyton he is Manning. Much, he, he is much athletic than him, but like come on now. Like Peyton had a little bit of athleticism. They're acting like he's some like statue Carson he Strong is. type of guy. He is. He's a statue. That's why you, at least three times a year, will see that bootleg he ran against the Cowboys because no one would have ever saw it coming because he is a dinosaur. Um, well, he was also on yeah. the Broncos then. But speaking like- of bootlegs, sneaky bootlegs, Dak did one, and Dak can move. Dak played very well. Um, he made Michael Gallup look very serviceable. Who would have ever thought? Um him and the and the tight end were working well. CD Lamb obviously going to work. CD Lamb is definitely got my vote for top ten receiver. Um, he's he's really been balling out. Um, I'm yeah. really split on I'm really split on Michael Gallup, man. He has some catches where I'm like, wow, how did you catch that? And then there's some catches I'm like, bro, how did you drop that? Like, and that is the Mike Williams mean? effect, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the <laughs> like, it's the he's, number he's th- like. Against the Eagles, he had that one catch where Dak's rolling out and threw it to the sideline, and Gallup like somehow stayed in. Yeah, I mean, he makes he's either very impressive or very unimpressive. But common factor of all this, Dak Prescott's the quarterback. Dak's very good, um, and I believe Although, he deserves to be in that team. I believe though. he is one of the I would say seven to nine best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, very very big fan of Dak Prescott as an as an Eagles fan, and then of course. You have your upper echelon, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, um, in that order for me personally. I actually, I would even go to say this. I would say Allen, Burrow, and then Mahomes is just like, just like up there. But um, however you want to stack them, come on, man. What are I say? What are we saying? Come on for it's it's Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. It's Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. Yeah, it's Burrow, Allen. And then it's like a ladder, and then it's like 
like a, a diving board and then it's like another like 30 foot ladder and then it's Mahomes. Yeah, we know this. And and the difference and the so the difference between them, it, Joe Burrow obviously has the weapons to maxim, maximize his maximize his talent. Um and we put that on display. He doesn't have the strongest arm in the world. I mean, like it's a strong arm, but it's not like an Allen and Mahomes. But that what what puts him on Allen's level is he doesn't make the dumb turnovers that Josh Allen does because Josh Allen tries to play hero ball too much. Um, Here's he, the thing, he, though. So what I will say, out of all the remaining playoff quarterbacks, Mahomes and Allen are the only two that have their playoff. They have their extension. I mean, Dak has his, but I'm saying of, of these elite quarterbacks, um, Burrow still has all of his guys that he got drafted with. Yeah, he still has Higgins. He still has Jamar Chase. They're going to have to make a decision on Higgins in the offseason. Is going to Tyler Ward being there too instead of Higgins is going to change a lot. I mean, they'll they'll figure it out when you have an elite quarterback and you have one of the elite receivers in the NFL. Oh no, um, Joe Burrow certainly elite. He made he made some plays against the uh, Ravens where he sat his back. Patrick Queen about to have him in the backfield, and he just escaped. Yeah, he's, he's a great it, escape it, artist. It, it reminds you of what he did last year when they were playing the Titans and the Raiders, where he's he's wrapped up. And then yeah. he's like, where did he go? How did he get the I first? Think, and- I think one of the most it- comparable things with, like, so I saw some people comparing him to Mahomes, com- or not Mahomes, comparing to him to Romo coming out of the draft. I was like, the only way I see that is the escape artist thing, which I, like, wasn't sure. But now I fully see it because now he's fighting for his life every play. But at LSU, he was, ch- you know, chilling back, throwing deep, you know, you know, doing his thing. But um, I- I'll go yeah. on, to, on on film right now. Um. I think Trevor Lawrence finishes next season better than Joe Burrow. You know what? I don't hate it. And I was actually thinking about that the other day because me and my pop-up have a thing where it's like, I truly think that um, like when Joe Burrow went number one, I would tell my pop-up, I would, if Trevor Lawrence was in this draft, I'd still take him number one. And it's taken him a little longer to come along, obviously, because he doesn't have the weapons and, you know, Joe Burrow had, just had a, cool uh, shit, but Trevor Lawrence had an idiot for a head coach for a year. That, yeah, he had, a, he had a drunk. Um, but I I think they both play. I think they're both playing very well. I think Lawrence could maybe enter that top five echelon of quarterbacks along with, you know, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, and Jackson's my five right now. And Hertz is my six. And then I probably have like, maybe I'm looking at like Lawrence, Dak, Kyler Murray right there. Um, but Lawrence is really coming on strong. He could be one of these elite quarterbacks very, very soon. Um, so... Yeah, Can those are those are, our, those well, are our quarterback rankings. Seeing. Our quarterback Jaylen rankings. Jalen Hurts year three. Jalen Hurts year three. I mean, he only gets it's AJ Brown. He's right? Devontae Smith. He's Dallas Goddard. Two attack of Iloa. He's going into his. Wait, I'll take any quarterback I just named over. Yeah, Tyreek. With all due respect. And then you got Trevor Lawrence getting a guy that people are forgetting about, Calvin, Calvin Ridley, Ridley, who had fourteen hundred yards the last time he you know suited up. He is one of the elite route runners in the NFL. Absolutely. People don't people don't know about him. Um, people think he's just some guy that got locked up for when well, uh, locked up. <laughs> locked up. Out of got thrown got in the dog pound. <laughs> basically, uh, of the NFL, the NFL suspended him for a year because he threw a thousand dollars on the Falcons, which is just a bad bet, if you ask me. Um, yeah, he was just giving away money to the government. <laughs> so, I mean, why suspend him? He's he's helping the cause. But exactly. our playoff QBs from bottom to top, we got Purdy. Jones, I would personally go Lawrence, Dak, then Jalen, and then I would Switch go. Me, but... eh, 
it's close. I mean, Dak's been doing this for a long time, man. And then I would go Burrow, Allen, Patrick Mahomes himself. Now, moving on to actually talking about these, you know, players' teams, we got a divisional round preview. We talked a little bit about the Eagles-Giants game. I I don't think it's going to be a wash in the Eagles' way. I just don't think the Giants are going to add up well because the Eagles lead the league in sacks. Yo, shout out to law firm giving away the ten thousand dollar experience. Uh, if you're hearing us, yeah. If if you're if you're hearing us, I I please hear hear our plead. Uh, it's because I live there. Um, but anyway, uh, with the Eagles Giants, college students, Eagles cover the game. (laughs) Eagles Giants. I just want to keep it like kind of short and sweet. I mean, the Eagles get pressure. Daniel Jones had no pressure last time. Um. The, and and a lot of people want to look back to that last game they played. It's like, oh, well, the backups put a good fight. I'm like, how about you look at the game before that where all the starters played and the Eagles didn't have Avante Maddox, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Dallas Goddard, and they whooped these dudes, put up 48 on their head. I'm not really – I'm picking the Eagles pretty comfortably here. Um, Yo, do you remember but, when the Eagles beat the Giants a couple years ago when Lane Johnson got a touchdown? Yep, that was last year. That might be. This might be a similar game. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be, it's gonna be a Jones. fun one for these dudes. The other NFC matchup is going to be huge. 49ers Cowboys, a age long rivalry, age old rivalry. I'm I'm super hype. I, I uh, one I, one last thing I have to say though about the Eagles Giants, Shane Steichen might be playing cool coaching for a head coach job. Yes, and uh, so is Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, um, so is Jonathan Gannon, both, leading candidate for the guys, Texans. Both of these guys are interested in the Texans. Um, it could second be really leaves, Second leaves. I want Frank. I want Frank Reich right back. He probably will come back. Right back, chilling with his guy Nick Sirianni. Come on. <laughs> they flip sides. They flip sides. But moving, yeah. But Niners Cowboys. This is going to be a good one. This yeah, is going to good be one. good. Um, I'm going to go Niners because that was my original pick. Uh, and they gave me no reason to doubt them. They had a shaky first half against the Seahawks, but obviously you've seen what happened. Purdy got it to his – he calmed down. He started giving it to his weapons, and, and they took off. Dude, this is going to be, like, okay, a huge game. So everything tells me it's the Niners. But one thing that I'd like to see, man, CeeDee Lamb's going to have a field day with these corners. Yeah, I mean, DK had a game. He had a yeah, game so like, against these dudes. So here's my thing, right? I'll tell you this. Uh, Zeke and Pollard, they're probably not going to be able to run the ball that well. They need to get get the ball out quick, throw the checkdowns. And Dalton Schultz is probably the X factor in this game. If he can win routes against Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, it, the Cowboys have a chance to win. Um, yeah, they, absolutely. Absolutely. I would say it's like literally like maybe 50-50, maybe like 55-45, something like that. Well, in my game picks last week, I got the Chargers. I got the both four or five games wrong, which is it's toss up. What are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we gonna do? Exactly. I mean, we we, we both picked the Giants to. We win. were almost yeah. screwed when the Dolphins almost won. So, yeah, we both picked Chargers wrong. Is what it is. I I think I got everything else right, but yeah, you know this the script writers. It's the script writers that screwed it up for me. Oh, the Golden Boy, twenty seven point comeback. Come on, I can't win. But the script writers are cooking in the NFC when the Eagles Cowboys meet up for that NFC Championship game. They they split the they split the games this year. Both quarterbacks didn't play in both games. It's going to be Hurts versus Dak for a trip to the Super Bowl. It's going to be fire. But moving on to the AFC, uh, we have Chiefs Jazz um, on a Saturday. 
scored. Trevor Lawrence has never lost until now. He's got I yeah, I, if Patrick Mahomes, if anybody else was the quarterback for the Chiefs, I think I'd take anybody against them. But um, Patrick Mahomes gives them a fighting chance. They're number one seed for a reason. Um, unclear. Uh, no, Ju- uh, Ju- no, Juju's going to be there. Juju's going to be there. We're good. I remember he got a, a nasty hit. I, I honestly don't keep up with the Chiefs to remember if he came back for the end of the year. But, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Chiefs comfortably here. Jack's gonna put up a good fight. If they win, it's because the script writers are cooking. I'll tell you this: everything in my soul wants to take the Jags. Um, I think Not Jaguars. Really. So it all comes down to is does does Patrick Mahomes turn the ball over? No. If he doesn't turn the ball over, they'll be okay. If he does. Yeah. Not if he does, this Jags team is – I think people underestimate how good the Jags offense is. Um, Travis Etienne is faster than probably anybody on the Chiefs defense. Yeah, but they're running – that doesn't matter much when uh, the best defensive tackle in the league, Chris Jones, is plugging up the middle, not letting anybody go anywhere. Like, if Nick Bosa didn't have the year he had, uh, I, my pick would be Chris Jones. Like, yeah, absolute unit, um, dude. Absolute unit. What's really going to scare me is the Chiefs secondary is abysmal, but I yeah. still pick the Chiefs to move on. Um, the Chiefs, well. it's going to be close. It's going to be closer game. I think in the first half, it's going to be close. I think Mahomes pulls away in the end, like near the end of the third, and yep. they get it done. Um, as we always seen him do. But moving on to the other game, I think this is this is this is going to be game of the year. This is going game to of the year. We saw, we saw, we year. saw the their prior game got canceled that everyone thought was going to be game of the year on a Monday night. Yeah, that so. game, that game was heating up. The game was heating up. I mean, stopped for all all the right reasons, of course. We're here now. Yeah. We are. We're here now. All and I know is the Bengals are going to the Bills and Bengals are probably both going to honor Demar Hamlin at the game. Of course. Um, he's probably going to be at the game, and they're probably going to do some ceremony for him. Um, it's it's going to set up. The NFL scriptwriters got it right. Give them two, three seeds so they can wind up playing in the playoffs. It's my original, my original pick was the Bills. And after the Bills game ended with Dolphins, I'm like, oh, I'm really not impressed. I might go Bengals. I thought the Bengals game finished. I'm like, wow, I'm not really impressed with the Bengals either. But that's like a matchup thing, you know? Like two of the best man corners in the NFL. Uh, you know, well, not some of the best. Two good man corners, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey against Chase and T. Higgins. Man, they're some um, of the best. They're and Tyler Huntley was driving. I mean, wasn't thoroughly impressed with either of them, so I don't hang my head on any. I'm going to pick the Bengals to get to a Chiefs-Bills rematch. Uh, Chiefs and I'm not, saying, I'm not saying this last part to, like, oh, bail me out, but, like, oh, I'm not shocked. But, like, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals won because Josh Allen's turnovers are a issue. Like, this is why Mahomes is at next level because he's he is a gunslinger and he's efficient. Allen's still worrying about the little turnovers, like two turnovers gaming. You'll lose in the playoffs. If if you play if you play Teddy Bridgewater, you you probably would have lost. Like Skylar Thompson. You know that was bad. What I will tell you is this: the interceptions that Allen threw at home were the, his first home interception in the playoffs. Um, he's efficient at I home. Mean, bad timing. Really, um, bad timing though. Um, it was really bad timing yeah. against the Dolphins. To be fair, the Dolphins also have, like the Ravens, have two of the best man corners in the NFL. In Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. Yeah. So it's 
could be a dog fight. But looking at my bracket, my bracket remains the same. I got Eagles Niners heading to the conference championship. I got Chiefs Bills heading to the conference championship. The only knock on Danny's would be that uh, the Jags would be Chargers. in the next round and unfortunately not the Chargers. So uh, I guess you can replace him with the Jags. He's picking Chiefs to go on, which makes his bracket end up looking like mine. So moving on. The- except I, except NFL- I do take Chiefs Bills in the Super I took uh, the Bills – Eagles in the Super Bowl. You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I took Chiefs because I know this. Did I take Chiefs? I think the Chiefs. I think that's Chiefs. Took, you took Chiefs Eagles. I did take Chiefs because the script writers are cooking. They want Andy Reid versus his former team. Um, they want Doug Peterson want versus former team. NBA untouchable players. I was cooking on the way home. I think I got eight in mind. Eight guys that these franchises would be like. I would, you know, I wouldn't trade these for nobody. I don't know if these are up for. Like, these could be up for debate. I don't know, depending on age things. So I got four in the West. I got four in the East. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, the league's never been this stacked. I don't care. There has not been eight players at one time that have an argument for the best player in the world right now. Never. Tatum, a little bit lesser of an argument than, than the other guys. But, I mean, shit. And the West alone. Let's start in the West alone. Steph Curry, hell no. You couldn't. You couldn't give him mo. You couldn't give the Warriors Moses. They're not getting rid of him. Arguably best player in the world. Agree. I agree. Nikola Jokic. You want to go Luca? All right, we'll go Luca. No shot. No shot. Unless he requested a trade, no shot. And what would you have to give up to get a Luka Doncic in his prime? Ten first round picks or something like, and and your best player and your second best player? like dude, no shot. Wait, um, you think you think they would take if, they, if the Sixers offered? And Bead and Maxi, you think they take it? No. Well, the Sixers would take it, but see, we're no, getting no, to that. Saying, like these dudes yeah. most likely won't be traded for each other, so I'm trying to leave that out of it. But and then we got Jokic, probably the best player in the world right now. Like, like at, at this very moment, I believe he's the best player in the world. He just dropped the 30, 36 point triple double on one miss. That one miss was the three. Oh well. And then we move on to Joel. And then uh, we got one more West person and LeBron James. And the only reason he's the most. I disagree. Le- LeBron is not. He is not untouchable. Uh, LeBron is almost. Tra- he wants to. He's almost like tradable. Like you want LeBron to be traded. And it's because of his age. Um, Like, you know, I, LeBron I, is like declining you, out of his prime. You could not be more wrong because this man is putting up career numbers at 38 years old. He has a That's not down, what I'm saying at not. all. That's not he's what I'm playing saying. on one of the he's worst not. rosters he's ever played on. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying you that you just said you always want him to be traded. You don't want to trade LeBron James. No, no, the Lakers are not built to win. Is what I'm saying. They I'm not saying the Lakers actually. When the Lakers, when the Lakers have been fully healthy, they've been on the the cusp of getting to the play-in. They're only two games behind it, behind like the six seed. But that, that, like, at that. Is it worth being on the cusp of the play-in? Get LeBron James in the playoffs. Okay, get get LeBron James in the playoffs. Get LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the playoffs. And anything could happen. I agree with that. But at the same time, it's this year or next year, and LeBron's signing elsewhere in free agency. He's getting out of there. Well, not next year because he signed a deal on purpose to be there next year, and then the the following year – he will have the option, which is probably when Bronny's going to be draft eligible, and then he'll figure all that that out then. Uh, but the Lakers got two years, 
and the Lakers are a winning franchise for that reason alone. You you not winning as Anthony Davis as your one and only best player. Like like you could win right. him as your question. best player and you have LeBron, but yeah. Moving on to the East. Who retires oh, first? Oh, you have a question. Brady Brady or LeBron? Brady cuz he re- he's retiring in 2 months. Um <laughs> it's over. LeBron's playing at least, he has to play at least 2 more years. Brady don't got it's that. It's over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. It's over. What, what did what did uh what did Vince Carter say? I got one more in me. I got one more in me. Nah, Brady, your ass is going home. Now, moving on to the East, where I think Tatum has a little lesser of an argument for best player in the world as the other dudes, but hear me out. He's averaging 31. He's averaging 31, 7, 4. Best player on the best team in the league. And he's right, absolutely hold on, hold on, hold on. one of the 15 best defenders on the planet. He might not be the best Joss- player. He's untouchable. You don't think Josh's untouchable? No. I, there's dudes I trade him for. Because, first of all, this team's an absolute unit and plays good without him anyway. It is. Also, um, I'm talking about the eight dudes who have the, an argument for the best player in the world. So, and Fair, fair. Jai is not that. <laughs> um, That's fair. Joel Embiid, untouchable for all intents and purposes. The only I think the only reason you trade him is because you're worried about the, the health maybe, but... Obviously, when he's healthy, he's arguably the best center and arguably the best player in the world. He had a great game last night, 41-9-3 with two blocks. Um, and his Sixers got the win despite uh, Glenn Rivers uh, sitting on that sideline. Agree? I think we both agree. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't trade I Joel. Be, like, um, I don't think the Sixers would trade him for anyone, really. Maybe in like a year or two when they realize like the Sixers are never going to get out the second round. But, um, yeah. And then we have Kevin Durant. He's Kevin Durant. No, no. Well, other than Kevin Durant, I'm going to start off with Giannis. Okay, so we're just going to skip Kevin Durant? Kevin Even Durant, we don't, Kevin Durant? Much, we don't need to say much about Kevin Durant, man. Yeah. But to Gian- well, we don't have to say much about Giannis. He's the – in my regard, like right now, like Jokic is playing better. But if you ask me, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the world. Running Most dunk. dominant. You can say you can say run and dunk. He's the best player in the NBA, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, those are like eight real untouchable dudes. Now we can get into some like I want to get into like maybe three that are debatable. John Murray. the team's built. I think he's just the right guy, so maybe they wouldn't. But if if the right deal was swung their way, I think they would do it. But they probably wouldn't because Jaws, you know, culture. Actually, you know what? Bad take by me. Bad take by me. They just, I don't think they do Jaw like that. You know what? I think he is untouchable for his team. You know who's untouchable for their team? Jimmy Butler. Mm, I mean, the Miami Heat are just insanely mediocre. They've never, they've gotten there. Jimmy is their best player. I'm saying the Heat wouldn't trade Jimmy. Hmm. Like, these probably, like, you could probably offer a package and they might consider it, but, like, I don't think they would trade him. Uh, I don't know. I I think they would if they, like, really just decide to blow it up because, I mean, they're they're just okay. They're, they're just okay to me. Five months from now, if he gets traded to, like, the Pistons. Um, it's going to be brutal. Just, just dude, quote me on old takes exposed and get it over with. All right, one last NBA untouchable for me. 
um, is is a guy that like I'm like off and on on is Devin Booker. Is Devin Booker untradeable? Is he untouchable? The Suns have clearly been the Suns have been ass without him. Suns been ass without him. There's no doubt that his he is a huge impact on winning with the Phoenix Suns. But man, he's not untouchable. He's a shooting guard in the NBA. And he's one of the best scorers in the NBA. And he's one of the best shooting guards in the NBA. I mean, he is tradable, but you really got to have a good package, in my opinion. I think he's become severely I, underrated. I, all right. I think Devin Booker warrants a very similar situation to Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Where it's kind of like if you're ready to blow it up. Yeah, we'll get what we can for you, but you'd rather not. Well, he didn't want to be like, in Utah anyway. But man, Chris Paul is about to retire. He's old. Yeah, it's almost that time. It's almost Maybe. it's almost Jover. If we're keeping it's it October. Keeping it real. Now moving on. You ready? Last Devin week, Booker. Who says no? Devin Booker to the Lakers. The Lakers have nothing for him. So no. Uh, now, this says which NFL player could play in the NFL, but that's not what that's supposed to say, believe it or not. It's supposed to say which NFL player could play in the NBA. I got to miss that because last NFL week, player, Which NFL player do you think could play in the NFL? Because I don't know. We already did that last week. That's why I was getting that. NBA no, player. I said, I said what, what, what NFL player? What NFL player do you think could play in the NFL? I think Patrick Mahomes could, maybe. Yeah, um, he might be able to. But getting... NFL players to the NBA, I'm going to try to avoid the obvious ones like the tight ends, you know, your Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, you, like Nick Foles and, and and Joe Burrow. They played point guard. They were like all state point guards. Um, try, I'm trying to think. I mean, you think like these dudes are like, like A.J. Brown looks so massive. Then you realize he's like six foot and it's like, hmm, no, nah, that's not my pick anymore. Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley Cox. Okay. I mean, I was gonna try to avoid the tight ends because they're like D one ball at VCU. Um, yeah, I'm I'm avoiding the obvious ones. Like we know they could ball. We know they can ball. I'm talking right. guys like I got you. One. No, not no known basketball background. Um, got you one, Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, that dude would be Kwame Brown. He can't catch the ball. He can't move his feet, even though he's mobile. Doesn't really know what he's doing. Come on, man. Doesn't have a post move he can put to memory and do two times in a row. Like, you know, um, I, I mean, Aguilar, I don't know. He'd be hit or miss. He'd be like Julius Randle or something. Like, I think he'd be very hit or miss. Uh, a beast I think I'm he, going I think with. A beast I'm going with. Um, <laughs> and it, it is going to sound goofy. I think it, I, I would go Carson Wentz. Um, dude is an absolute unit. And, um, Look, his shooting is going to be very streaky. It's going to be hit or miss. I mean, this dude's either giving you 7 for 10 from 3 or he's giving you an 0 for however many. But the kid won't stop shooting. I'll take Carson Wentz for that matter. Throw him in the corner like uh, throw him in the corner like P.J. Tucker or something. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. You know who I'm taking? I'm taking none other than the Australian man himself, Jordan Mailata. Put him wow. at power forward. 
Put him at power. So forward. you running up an all Australian team with Mylata, Simmons, Thibel, Kyrie, and Patty Mills. That's filthy. That's a lot of size, especially you know down low. Bro, Good I, I, I think, I think he could play the five. He's big enough to play the five, man. Big as shit. He's taller than Ben Simmons, but you'd rather him down there. He can um, move. He has good hands. Play yeah, he does have hands. He does have a post move that he can put to memory twice. But all that being said, guys, it was a great episode. Thank you for all tuning in. Make sure you guys keep showing the love, downloading, like, and, you know, all the other stuff you're supposed to do with podcasts on YouTube. And, you know, of course, if Danny could just, like, no, if you, like, do it with me. No, you need your other hand. What? <laughs> yes, it's over. If we were on the other side, this was this would actually work much better. But again, thank you guys for tuning in, Danny. Anything to say before we go? Stay lit. Eat your veggies. Go birds. Eat your veggies. Go birds. <laughs>